0: Off and for 35 years.
1: Oh wow! Uh, there
0: was a there was a, a big break. You know, the other organizations sort of went up and down. It, yes. You know, it ran for about ten years, and then it kind of fizzled because everybody went different directions. Yes. But one of the uh, individuals that was one of the founding members started teaching in the schools, and then he started teaching at the Richmond Library. And and they came to me. It's like man, uh, they said I can have Friday night. Right. So we, we developed what we call family chess night. Yes. So we did that for five or six years. You know, had a you know, it was really a totally family thing. Every you know, you bring your kids. And Mariah was probably five or six. I was bringing her down there. Wow. So we you know we just be, you know this local, you know, it wasn't a huge group, but we'd bring the kids down, the kids to play, and we just had fun. Right. And uh, when he passed, I kind of, you know, uh, sort of lost the interest. Yeah. And then I did a couple of, um, I, I taught at Mariah, when she was at St. Canarias, um, maybe once a year or two there, um, but I know I got laid off. So my wife volunteered because. She oh, right on. There. And then actually, one of her teachers became a principal in, in a school in Berkeley. So I did a program there for, it was like maybe a year or two. And then I kind of got out of check. And then one of my buddies, he was working with a group in Oakland. Yes. And they were trying to. Uh, band into community stuff, and so he submit, you know, asked to come and help him, so I kind of worked, you know, like, I was more like a consultant, you know, with them. Yeah. It really didn't work out, because it was, I don't know, it, you know, just, it just didn't work out. Right. And but at the same time, um, there's this group called Hip Hop Chess Federation. Yes. And I remember it, Hearing them on KPFA, they were having a, a conference over in San Francisco. So these guys are, um, used chess, you know, hip hop, and martial it was Oh,
2: wow. That's
0: a lot. Hip hop and martial arts. festival. Huh? So the first time i heard it, I said, man, this is the major announcement on the radio. And I just laughed. That's the most ridiculous stuff I ever heard (laughs) in my life. So the following year, that was in, I think, 2008 Uh or 2009. It was in 2008, I think. We were having another, you know, festival in San Francisco at this high school. Uh But this time, we had the guy that was coordinating it. They, they, they were interviewing and I was like wait a minute this is not as ridiculous as I initially my initial impression
1: uh-huh.
0: and part of it what he was saying they were using chest to teach the youth critical thinking field. and so it, it turns out that there are a lot of guys that are in the hip hop Yes. That chip. And like he was like the guy from the Wu Tang Clan, or whatever. His name
2: yes.
0: Was. He's been really supportive of this, this, this brother with the Hip Hop Chess Federation. Oh wow! And there was there was a couple of somebody from Dilated People. me I don't even know none of these people. I was asking Ryan who they are. <laughs> and, um, and then there's and then some of them off into martial arts. Yes. We had this, like, this cross-pollination or whatever of uh, the, the, the art funds. And so they kind of all got together with this guy that sort of created this, this hip-hop chess federation. Yes. And so I went to the, uh, the workshop, uh, they had a, a panel discussion, and they had all these you know, big-name rappers like the guy from, like, the wu tang clan. Wow. Um, this, this brother from Dilated Peoples. He was another brother there. Um, they had this woman growing master there. Uh, they had a guy do a, a martial arts demonstration. at this kind of discussion. So they were, you know, he was like, the question was, okay, we got hip-hop and chess, Okay. Well, how did the martial arts fit things? So some of the guys in hip-hop, they got into martial
1: arts.
0: Well, uh-huh. I so did a, a demonstration with uh, martial
1: arts.
0: Uh-huh. He went through this, you know, with, with another guy, went through this little, these moves. And so, then he said, well, how does this relate to chess?
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, I'm sitting there. He said, okay, I'm going to do this slow motion. Thing. <laughs> uh-huh. And so... So this is how it relates to chess. Because, you know, he did this, you know, where he took somebody down or something like that. Uh-huh. Then he did it in this slow motion. It was like, move, I did this to do this to do this. So that's what chess is. Move for move for move. Right. But it's like, oh, this is how that relates. I was like, wow. And so when I left the, the conference, I was just like... Really um, energized. Yes, know. pumped and up. I, I was just pumped, so I started doing you know research. Uh, <clears throat> I had a desk job, so I could you know spend a couple hours just on the internet, you know, looking at chess and education, critical thinking, and I start seeing these <laughs> these relationships. You know, how um, chess could be used as an academic enrichment tool. Yes. And I started developing this philosophy that you could use chess to teach kids how to think. Yes. You see, nobody talks. You go through your whole educational, you know, process. But nobody ever talks about how do you think, right? You know, what is the decision-making process? You, you know, you're just giving facts, you memorize them, and you give them back, right? And it's not until you probably get to graduate school or to the end, well, can you synthesize thoughts yourself? Mm. And so. I started, you know, my my mindset became, okay, if you can use chess to teach critical thinking skills, you can use chess to teach kids how to think. Well, how do you make a decision? You know, so why did you make that move? What are the facts that you use to determine to make this certain move? And once a person really matures in chess, there should be a reason why you make each move. You know, it's, right. you're making it to game, game, game space, <clears throat> game material, cat space, you know.
2: <laughs> it's all these different reasons.
0: There's all these different reasons, but, um, it's forcing you to think. And I... I give I do a couple of examples I have on part of this just one young lady she was like 8 God, she was so smart yes it's been years that the girls were in range from 6 to 12 or 13 yes they were being kind of forced to learn how to play chess they didn't really <laughs> <much control. laughs> but the director saw the value yes so she was bringing me, bring it, bringing it as, as an enrichment tool, and they were picking it up. A couple of them had played chess with their parents and knew a little bit. Just you know, she was just, she was really paying attention. You know, I'll teach them how to cast with the castle move. Yes.
2: Then
0: I'll, you know, you know, lecture for you know, twenty minutes or so. Then I let them super. Then I watch them play. She would always apply what she learned uh-huh. so, you know and I used to watch her games I talked about controlling the center yes you know, I always went to her games because it was she was really playing classic, classic even though she didn't realize
1: that
0: wow. her games were just beautiful I do you know not all these random moves it was just all systematic yes sometimes she didn't know what to do with it but I could see the potential there, just the way she was playing. But mm-hmm. so one day I walked around and looking at the game, you know, telling her to oh, bring her queen out too soon and stuff. Uh, but she had yeah. brought a queen out early. So I just happened to look at the game. She looked up at me, she said, I know I'm not talking to the but I see that. critical
1: thinking. Wow.
0: Ah. That's uh, <laughs> just critical thinking. Yes. I see something. And another example I was in elementary school. The last day I was at Pizza Park party for the kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I brought the big giant chest that I took the two best kids. There was a 6th grader and a 4th grader. I let them play on that. Uh-huh. Back a smaller board. The kids, they don't want to stay on the taller because laugh at, you, the laugh at them. And the people laughing at they laugh they're really they laugh at it, so. the 6th grader got the letter of the board and looked over at his said you guys be quiet I'm trying to think huh wow <laughs> or a 6th grader just that is to me was such a powerful statement
2: yes I'm trying
0: to think <laughs> you know, and so it just fed into, you know, things I've been researching in terms of using this game to teach kids how to think, how to solve problems. Yes. Brother, he, he came up, he did a movie on it, I sort about on his life, but he, you know, he came up with this little model, and I use it a lot with the... uh you you know think before you make a move.
2: Think before you make think a move. move.
0: Think before you make a move. And he says it not only in chessboard but in life. Yes. You know, and a lot of times, particularly with you, and just with anybody, you know, you know, impulsive, and you take actions without really thinking about the consequences of your actions, You know. Yes. And it's like crossing the street. You cross a busy street. You know, you even see crazy people stop and look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they're not that crazy. Right. That, that same analogy applies a lot with chess. You know, you really got to think about every move you make and also consider the move that your opponent is making and how that's going to impact the game. Right. Because if you just think about me, 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 and not about. The responses from your opponent you could be in big trouble like right? there's one brother uh, Eugene Brown yes and he did a movie of him called uh, The Life of a King Cuban Jr. Jr. played him yes and he just, uh, just of how chess um, chases his own perspective on life and he learned how to play in jail wow and, uh, you know, he just and he came out that uh, he got an opportunity to, to share his chess experience in the community and he's impacted a lot of these lives and that's it the brother, you know, that had that little motto, you know, always think before you make them
2: yes, I remember you said that earlier, yes
0: yeah, and I, it was, I was up to a lecture right? I'm pretty sure it was him and he was saying in chess two things are happening either giving a lesson or you're getting a lesson. (laughs) So when you're winning, you're getting a lesson. Right. But when you're losing, yeah, when you're winning, you're giving somebody a lesson. When you're losing, you're getting a a lesson. And that's one of the, the beautiful things about chess. I really like to share with the young people is that you learn more from losing than winning.
2: Yes. You
0: know, and a lot of it just depends on the maturity of the game. Because the idea behind that is, if you know why you lost, you didn't lose. Right.
2: Ah, oh, I like that. I like that. You
0: know, and life is the same way. You know, we, we all make mistakes. Right. But if you can understand the thought process of what puts you in that position to make that mistake, the likelihood that you won't make it again. Right. You know? So it's okay to make mistakes, just
2: learn from it.
0: If you learn from it. But if you continue to make the same mistake, you know, nothing wrong with that, but what it what my life has <laughs> told me is that you haven't learned your lesson yet. Right. And so life has taken you through that situation again. Still have to learn, and until you learn, you know, some mistakes you learn right away. Like you touch the fire, you're like, oh, you ain't got nobody, ain't got to tell you
1: Right, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
0: right. But then there's other uh, uh, lessons that you learn where. mistakes you make where you, you make that mistake again because you never really have not right you want not bad. just, pieces. It's just styles of play yes right? so you have you know, some styles of play that are more aggressive yes are, are and maybe it's maybe not aggressive more assertive
2: assertive okay okay
0: yeah so they're attacking yes more attacking play they have players that are made play from more of a defensive standpoint. So they're, yeah. like, they're like counter punches. So boxing is a way, you know. You have sometimes the keep, they come in for the knockout punch. Right. That's they just all the interest and knock they every punch they throw they kinda knock you out.
2: <laughs> right. That's when that queen come yeah, in, right?
0: <laughs> the queen and it could be any number of pieces, but they coming in the end, quick, you know, quick to, mm. to take you out. Okay. And they they think fast, they can move faster, um, but they really they're going for tension in the game. Okay. And, and then you have players that obviously just made a little bit more than the defensive side, and and they really. They don't call them call more positional players.
2: Positional player, okay. Yeah,
0: they're looking for pawn structure. They're looking for their position on the board to give them their strength.
2: Right. I think that's the type player I am.
0: You know. Yeah. so And then you have players that are sort of a mix. You know, they they, they kind of they go kind of both ways.
2: Okay, they can be um, e- uh, either or.
0: Either or, but they'll be. They'll have a tendency, maybe, for one foul. And it depends on who they're playing against. It's just like in boxing, fouls make fights. Yes, right! <laughs> you
1: know,
0: if you get two boxers in a fight, sometimes it's not... It can be interesting, you know. Yes. Uh, one thing to better now is you get two counterpunchers in a fight.
2: Right, that could be a long fight, right?
0: It could be a long fight. both looking <laughs> for opportunities. Right. You know, they're thinking, you know, nobody must do, you know, because they want to counterpunch. They want to try to, you up know, they want to, you know, take advantage of any mistake you, you make. You throw the jab out
1: there.
0: Right. Your foot, you know, footwork <laughs> right. you know, you know, you know, is not correct. They're looking for those counterpunching opportunities idea, they'll get up against the rope you know, <laughs> right. back off the ropes, you know, so you get two counterpunchers in a fight, and you get two boxers in a fight, that can go, they, they both in the middle of the ring, they exchange the punches. that could be an fighting fight,
2: right,
0: you get two punches in a fight, that's gonna be, without a doubt, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going for it, you know. Right. You know. Friend of here, oh man, this guy, this guy was good. I mean, man. They would go back and forth, but I couldn't touch the guy again. I
1: mean,
0: he would beat me so bad. Because, and then the other guy would talk about me. Man, you
2: know.
1: Oh, man. It became
0: really frustrating. And I remember. There was a period of time when we were roommates, uh-huh. and I drive home, I see the other guy's car, I keep going. <laughs>
1: oh, so,
0: no, so, no. It, it was that bad. You
2: know,
0: so I know they're playing chess. Yeah. I know, I'm going, I know I'm going to lose, and then I got to listen to this chess now.
1: Oh, yeah, he was talking so, that bad, eh? <laughs> sir. Oh, he, just, he
0: was I was kind of crazy, a little older,
1: uh,
0: and, you know, had a lot of frustrations, and he was a lot older than us, probably like, maybe 10, or even 15 years, years older than us. He was uh, going back to school, you know.
2: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: but he was a little crazy, too, but he, he never had been crazy with me, so we were still cool, you know. Right, right. He did help me out in some situations, you know.
2: Oh, good. And so
0: he ended up getting in trouble um, he vi- violated a uh, restraining order. Oh, okay. And um, so he got, I think he got 90 days in jail or 60 days in county jail. So I had to, I was maintaining an appointment. Uh, so his, his buddy started coming by and my car had broken down. Right. So I was working, I saw was in Cal Poly, uh-huh. and he would, uh, come and pick me up for work, you know. And it's a, what a situation was, I, you know, broke up with my first wife down there. Uh-huh. This guy was having relationship problems. Right. And all the stuff I'd gone through with my first wife, I became, like, a lightweight expert. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of helping him, you know, through his situation based on my experiences. Right. I, but then, you know, him and he didn't have a lot of friends, so he'd come by, and he'd pick me up from work, and we'd come home and just play chess.
1: Oh, but man, a that's awesome.
0: Style of, you know, he, instead of just beating me, he wanted to talk about the game.
2: That's He that was the
0: first person I knew that had total recall. Yes. He playing, he made the mistake five moves ago. That's like deep. Wow. We reconstruct that point, and he turned the board around. So that this guy to they played that. That's deep. time a game, and so he he picked me up with pop popcorn. We'd drink, make coffee. We'd play from something. Swing shift. He'd pick in eleven thirty. played play three or four o'clock in the morning. And go to sleep. Wow and I wasn't doing I was just working I wasn't going to school so right all we did was paycheck and then you know you'd keep work I'd walk to work we just did we did this we just got to be really good friends that's that's really good every night and next thing you know um my chess game started improving you know yes. I used to make, make win one out of five You know, all of a sudden I was getting one out of three.
2: Wow! I I never
0: beat him for my birthday. I think I beat him either two out of three or three out of three. So my game had just
2: stepped up. He was
0: showing me, showing me, because he, the boy had, he had. He's a Filipino guy. Yes. A lot of Filipinos are really into chess. Right. Right. Chess is big in the Philippines. It's like. You know, there's, there's some serious chess players
2: from
0: out of the Philippines. Wow. And,
1: uh,
0: he, uh, oh, man, my game just, you know, expanded, you know. And so when Homeboy came back, um, uh, the first day, you know, Bob played him, he was like, saying, you know, anyway. He wanted all this stuff to give him all this stuff, you know. So we got in this and that. So the next day, I cooked a big meal. And uh we played Bob in the first season. And he was beating up on Bob, you know. <laughs>
1: and
0: next day said he said after we got Moonbought cooking, you know, big meal. So we're playing. And I'm planning while we while i cooking. First game he was like his like, game was nothing wow. the second game you know I'm getting up cooking while I'm playing you make a move I get up and do some more cooking <laughs> I beat him the second game In the third game it went to this long end you know bond game and um uh, he, I think he ended up winning that game. But to some degree, I kind of,
2: you know... You uh, uh,
0: let him win? I, I wasn't like going to say I let him win, but I think I kind of lightened like you know, up. Oh, okay. Kinda, I might have been tired, so you know. so Joey We sat down at eight. He started talking shit to me, and I started talking shit back to him.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it got really you I know, could see there was a lot of uh, tension there
2: yes so I got up in the house, right
0: you know? and uh I could have been, like my my ex-wife and, and I realized that uh I was gonna have the movie oh and wow he is pay- crazy like <laughs> right anyway so the next day, this happened on a Sunday night. Right. So, Monday, I'm getting ready to go to work. Something told me just to go by the apartment and take a look.
2: Uh-uh.
0: This nigga, nigga girl had put all my stuff on the street. Oh, no. No, this is dope. He put, and I drove up at the right time because people was going. I said, no, man, this is my stuff.
2: You oh, know?
0: man. I put all the stuff in my car and drove off, and I was like, man, people get killed behind doing stuff like this. That's right. I mean, literally, people die right. behind doing stuff like this, and I looked at him, you know, I, I don't know if he was in the house or not, and I was like, but I thought about it, I said, man, <laughs> I'm a man. people die behind stuff like this.
2: That's right. right.
0: And I said, you know what? I said, death is too good for you. I'm going to let you live with your class. Right.
2: And I really,
0: I realized what was going on. So I went to work and then I saw Bob uh, at some point. I don't know if Bob came And So Bob was like, man, I don't know what's wrong with him. He's telling me not to trust you. He said that you let him win. Oh, he could not believe that my game got that good that fast. I was trying to explain to him that yeah, we've been playing every day. Right. You know, and uh, uh, so we basically, you know, we fell out behind a game of chess.
2: Dad, that was deep yeah. over a game of chess? But if it was more than
0: that, a lot of it was that conversation that we had
2: afterwards. Yeah.
0: I was like his, his whooping boy.
2: Right.
0: And then all of a sudden, I wasn't taking this stuff no more.
2: Right. Because
0: it was all based on me
1: losing.
2: Right.
0: Yes. And now that I was winning, my argument came, was back at him from a winning position.
2: Wow.
0: You know, because he was saying stuff to me like, you know what i this and to you. I looked at him I said, who do you think I learned it from? Right. You know, as so I was flipping stuff back at him.
2: Right.
0: That he couldn't deal
2: with. Wow.
0: And he couldn't accept the fact that I got better.
2: Right.
0: And like Bob said Charlie and it was so funny after he ended up getting, you know, blocking out of school or
1: something. Right.
0: So he had to leave. And uh, he didn't have a car or nothing, so, uh, I don't know if that time, uh, Bob's car had broke down or something. So Bob told me that, man, uh, he's got to move. He's got to put his stuff in storage. So I came by and helped him uh, put his stuff in storage. He tried to give me a stereo. I said, no, nah, man, I don't want it. You know, you can't give me nothing, basically.
2: Right.
0: only thing I wanted from him, he had a little danger. I said, I want my gun back. Right. And uh, so I helped him move his stuff in storage about a year then by this time I had moved on you know found another
2: place
0: right and I moved into an apartment with some brother had, and so he needed a place to stay about a year later uh and so he asked if he could stay there and I let him sleep on the couch my room he was mad and I thought him got it, you know he helped me out when I was at you know uh when I was well, look, one of my lowest points, could, that's
2: You <laughs> were trying to return the favor. See,
0: yeah, I was going to return the favor, you know. But me and Bob were still friends, and me and Bob, that's all we did was play chess. Right. I, you know, there was always a chessboard there. So wow. was funny, really.
2: Right?
0: <laughs> Every day he'd come up, man, you want to play a game of chess? I well, We'll play a little bit later and then i come back. Oh, you want to play? I mean, I got to go up here and study. So I kept here. I never would play.
2: Oh, why? Because you knew how sensitive so, he was to the game. What you say? Because you knew how sensitive he was to the game?
0: No, that was his training. Oh, oh, okay. Because <laughs> it, it
2: was still this doubt in his mind that I
0: had beat him. Right. And so he, he wanted...
1: You know, revenge. Oh, I see. I see.
0: Like, yeah. So I was like, no. Nah, this, this dumpy, you gonna take this with you? <laughs> oh
2: man, okay. hey, that's a, hey, that's a bad punishment, right?
0: <laughs> you know, did he really beat? Yeah, you? you know that. So I never was playing, and he was there for a couple of days, and uh, you know, I don't know what ever happened to him. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, just had no need to uh, you know Wow.
2: I mean, you know, we
0: just you know, our bridge is that didn't work.
2: He might he probably think about that to this day. Yeah, if he's still
0: alive, <laughs> he probably is, you know. Man. Uh, but it was like you know, no, we will never play a game. Right. Like I said, this this would be uh, like it be a question mark and I had a it wasn't a similar situation that I teach at this parking, which is uh, a little community park. so one of the ladies worked at it. I don't know if the one her relatives or friends.
1: These people get checks for You
0: know, I probably learned in jail. I don't I don't want to say that. Uh-huh. But, he's, you know, he's, I wouldn't get into arguing with this guy if that way. Right.
2: <laughs> I got you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so he went over to the park to play me. And so, excuse me that's the Black Knight. And that that night had no sleep. I was tired I, mean, I was dragged. And so I tried to, you know, you know I'm a play the guy. So I actually opened like I never do. And I mean the guy kicked my butt. I mean he literally just I was embarrassed to lose that bad.
2: Oh man.
0: And it wasn't, that I'm saying he wasn't that good, but I know that day I was not even 50%. Right. And so I've been looking for a rematch, but he taught me a lesson. Don't never show up to the department and have sleep. Wow. You got
1: to
0: get a nap, get some coffee, you know, be fully alert.
2: Wow.
0: And so I never saw him. Yeah. And feel that, uh, that, that uh, what was that, the uh, The 22nd of September at that, the Nevins Park, uh, uh. at our triangle picnic. You know, I had a little table set up. <clears throat> I just had two boards, it was a small picnic, you know. And I actually brought the giant chessboard, there were so few people that I didn't even bring it out. I didn't uh. want to bring it out. Uh-huh. And in uh, the uh, Kroger Park at that little table, he showed up. And I saw him. I was like, "Hey, dude, what's
1: going
0: on <laughs> He looked at me. He was like, "Maybe I said, got chess here. You know, man y'all ain't ready for me." <laughs> and my buddy Nick, at the white guy. I play both y'all at the same time. I was like, "Okay." Wow. So, uh, but just today, I'm I'm rested.
2: <laughs> He's not rested today. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> we sat down to play, and I had been showing this young lady how to play, so she ended up playing Nick, me and him playing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I did the same thing I did last time. I had the black pieces, and I opened the king's I was like, man, I never do that.
2: Right.
0: And Nick was like, let me just Man, what, were you just playing with me Because you never opened with that. I said, I don't know, man. I was so excited. Right. About getting an opportunity to regain myself. Like I said, I don't know if I'm going to win, but I'm definitely going to show him a better game. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we went back
0: and forth with trading, you know. Uh-huh. And I said, well, you an open like this, all you got to do is play sound. You know, just make big moves. Each move, make a big move.
2: Right. And
0: back and back and forth. And there was one situation where he took a piece, took a pawn, and his queen was behind the piece.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So I slid, slid my roof there. So he can't move his queen or he'll lose the piece.
2: Right.
0: Then I attacked it another time. With the bishop, they was to the knife. So he brought his rook there, So he's, I'm attacking it twice. He's protecting him twice. So I can't, you know, a standoff. Right. So the next move I made, I attacked the rook. And I realized, even if he moved that rook horizontally, eventually I was going to keep attacking. <clears throat> so he had to move it off that line. And a knight only protected what? By the queen. Yeah. So I could take it with my rook. So he drops the, uh, the uh, his rook down. I just, I took the knight uh, with my rook attacking his queen. He can't take back because of the bishop. He lined his pieces up. Uh-huh. All of a sudden I slid my queen behind the rook. I'm threatening checkmate next move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a trip After I made Just before I made that move He looked at me And said Man you done Fucked up now Oh no He, he said Wow I'm like Damn bro Don't come hit me <laughs>
1: Blood is rough I'm I I
0: don't think I was ever bad enough to score against this Oh, man. man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm looking at the board. Oh, right. i don't know what are talking about? And then Nick said, well, he thought he had, because he had his rook clean and rook lined up.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And he thought he could come down and check me.
2: Right.
0: And force a checkmate. But I was actually forcing the same thing down on him. Right. So, uh he had to move a pawn to get an escape for his uh, his uh king. I went down and checked it. Because <laughs> I saw the checkmate in about five or six. For me, about three or four moves, I saw the checkmate. Right. And I thought his check didn't really mean that. Wow.
2: I, you know. So I
0: checked. <clears> he <throat> had to take back with the rook. So I checked with the rook. Took back with to the rook.
2: Right.
0: Take the rook with my queen. Another check. So he moved uh, the king up. Um, and I checked him with my bishop. He pushed the pawn up uh, to block. Then I took the other pawn, checking again. <laughs> he moved the king back. Then I took that pawn with my bishop. The next move was me.
2: Wow! So now
0: he's got the rook and queen. So he come down, me with the uh, queen. I mean the rook. I took it with my rook. He took back with the queen. I moved my king up. He checked me one more time and I blocked it with a, a pawn. And right. The only movie he had to do was, I think the only movie he may have had was to take my bishop, this queen, which Queen decided to took back and get a, get a checkmate. It took a little bit longer. Right. And walked away. <laughs> I just said, he He reluctantly shook my hand and walked away.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, I got this sucker back. <laughs> and, uh, I ain't gonna you know. Right. So he ended up leaving. We were packing up. So I thought, I think it's his cousin or something like that. I went over there and gave her a hug. I said, I'm getting ready to leave. Uh. I said, I played your boy. You played me. <laughs> <I said, "Yeah." laughs> How'd it go? I said, we well, even see
1: What? <laughs> I am
0: And I, so I tell my buddy, I said, I think next Friday he might show
1: up.
0: But but I said, then then he might not, 'cause he, I think he saw that. Oh, this guy. But see, I had an advantage in that game. And the advantage was he had beaten me so bad that first time.
1: Uh.
0: He thought I didn't have no game.